0: Ryan from Fireside Yankees, and in today's video, we're talking about the Yankees being potential front runners for Hector Neris. Now, Mark Feinstein of LB.com is reporting that they are alongside the Texas Rangers in that regard. Both those teams have kind of emerged as frontrunners. It was reported earlier yesterday that heck from Hector Gomez that the Yankees were heavily interested. I think that this, this interest is legit I don't know if they end up getting him but they seem to really like what he can bring to the table He is a fastball splitter guy he spent the last two years with the Houston Astros spent the entirety of his career up to 2021 with the Philadelphia Phillies serving as a setup man and a closer um, a lot more inconsistent in Philly he was not you know a consistently elite or dominant reliever um, even in his first year with Houston he struggled in terms of his ERA but the underlying metrics were really good this past season kind of the inverse of that situation he had a massive differential in ERA and FIP Um, and while I do believe that he's going to be due for some regression he's not going to put up the 1.71 ERA that he put up this past year I still believe he's going to be one of the better relievers uh, in baseball he's a high leverage option he's a guy that the Houston Astros have gone to in their eighth or ninth inning uh, in their seventh inning whenever they need big outs and he's been big time for that because of the fastball splitter combination the, the Houston Astros, excuse me, helped him increase his release points. So he released from a higher slot that has allowed him to generate a little bit more vertical ride on his four seam fastball, which has made it harder to hit over the past two years. It's been a pretty good fastball, all things considered in terms of results. Um, and it's even gotten more swings and misses this past year, despite it losing a tick of velocity, looking at his splitter, his splitter is, has always been a signature pitch. It's his go-to strikeout pitch great contact management there's a lot to really like here um the differential in uh vertical separation between his splitter and four seamer is also huge too there's about 18 inches of vertical separation between the four seamer and the splitter so hitters have a really hard time picking up both pitches um this past season batters hit 171 against the splitter just one home run all year 42.2 percent whiff rate is a truly excellent pitch Look at the four-seam fastball. Batters hit 153 against it. Five home runs all year. uh, A 29.1% whiff rate. These two pitches are excellent. He's also got a sinker he can mix in. 256 average against 395 slugs. So average is kind of high, but... The ability to uh, slug off of it is not there. Batters have a hard time generating damage contact against it. Not a lot of whiffs, but again, that's expected for a sinker. Um, overall, like I really like his profile. I think the fit makes sense in New York. He is a fly ball pitcher, but he's been a fly ball pitcher in Minute Maid Park, and that hasn't necessarily been an issue for him. Actually, according to StatCast, he would have allowed a few, one fewer home run over the last two years had he played at Yankee Stadium, and this past year would have allowed three fewer home runs. Had he played at Yankee Stadium because he allowed 10, he would have allowed seven in New York, um, but ultimately, or excuse me, he allowed seven this year. I guess it's also accounting for the postseason uh, home runs and whether those would have gone out or not in Yankee Stadium, but, you know, ultimately, it is a really encouraging year for Hector Neris, who was able to be a workhorse as well, 68 in a third innings pitched. If you look at reliever innings over the last two years, which I know isn't uh, like a big-time metric, it's not like we're ranking relievers based on how many innings they've thrown over the last two years, but uh, if you look at his ability to just log innings and be a workhorse... You obviously have, you know, some got, some of the mainstays in baseball. You have Tyler Rogers who has that funky arm release. Emmanuel Clase is fourth. But Hector Neris is quietly fifth on that list. 208 innings pitched, 215 games. That is the third most in baseball over that time span. He's a versatile reliever. He can come in close for you. Um, he can do the eighth inning, the seventh inning. Um, he can get lefties and righties out because of his pitch mix. He has the sinker for right-handed batters. The splitter works to lefties and righties. But if you think about what works for lefties and what works for righties, as a right-handed pitcher... Vertical separation and vertical deception works better against left-handed batters, so it makes a lot of sense that Hector Neris has had success against them, but his ability to finally manage outcomes you know, consistently against both righties and lefties has elevated his profile a ton. Something that he's really changed with the Houston Astros, I kind of spoke about his ability to generate more ride on his fastball and more carry, which gives it more swing and miss and playability up in the zone, but we've also seen the home runs per nine go down. He gave up a lot of home runs in Philly. He had a 1.30 home run per nine. As a result, he was a wildly inconsistent reliever, did not have a great reputation in the city of Philadelphia. Um, specifically in his last year before leaving, yeah, he had a 3.63 ERA, three, right, and that's great, um, but he had a 1-4-5 home run per nine rate. And as a result, it's hard to trust a player like that. Like when players give up home runs coming out of the bullpen, it's hard to trust them. And you know, in his time in Philly, he would have years where he was, you know, one of the best high leverage relievers in baseball and he would have stretches where he was a net negative on that side of things. So the Yankees hopefully can get that more consistent outcome. The ones that they've seen him get in Houston, where he hasn't been giving up home runs, where, you know, he's been getting soft contact. He's been, you know, getting swings and misses, getting swinging strikes, all that stuff. Um, Ultimately, I'm really encouraged by the numbers and the underlying metrics Again, I know he's due for regression. He's entering his age thirty-five season. Steering projection for a four-point oh nine ERA. I am certainly not sitting here and saying he's going to repeat a sub two ERA, but I do believe he can be a pretty excellent leader for the New York Yankees, and I, I have a lot of faith here. Like I think this is a pitcher who has a lot of upside. Um, he has a different look from a lot of guys in the Yankee bullpen. There's really nobody in the Yankees and the Yankees as a whole who relies on a splitter as their primary as their primary strikeout pitch. Um, I think that different look is going to help the Yankees a lot. Having guys who have different looks, having guys who, um, you know, generate different, uh, looks and, and can, can pitch in different parts of the zone and different quadrants of the zone, um, creates deception and it creates a lack of consistency in a team's bullpen, which I think is important. You don't want hitters to get set on a, on a hard sinker and be used to seeing that and say, all right, you know, we can adjust to the sinker. You want to have guys in your bullpen who have different looks. And for people who are wondering, are the Yankees too right handed in their bullpen? Well, Hector Nurse, again can get left-handed batters out in his short well, well not a short major league career, his long major league career. Um, he has a 2.95 wOBA against left-handers. They've hit only 2.22 with a 3.64 slugging percentage. Um, this past season, he had a 2.41 wOBA, had a one sixty-three average hit, just two home runs against him in 115 play appearances all season he's better against righties but this past year was better against lefties consistently with houston he's been better against lefties so i think the yankees view him as somebody who can get left-handed batters out somebody that they're not gonna have to worry about in that regard and ultimately somebody who can greatly bolster this bullpen in high leverage situations you quickly look at the yankees roster depth with a guy like hector neris in the back end of that or excuse me in the front line of that bullpen um and you've got clay holmes you've got hector neris You've got Jonathan LeWisega. You've got um, Ian Hamilton. You've got uh, Victor Gonzalez. You've got Tommy Canley, Uh, Scott Efros, Luke Weaver. Like, that's a really good bullpen. That's an excellent bullpen. That's a bullpen that is certainly going to win a lot of games. Um, But again, it depends on the price tag. Obviously, the Yankees shouldn't be bidding um, too high for a reliever. If the Texas Rangers decide to give an offer that's reflective of their desperation for relief help, then the Yankees should probably stave away from that bidding. Um, But ultimately,. I am not too concerned about the Yankees, you know, overpaying for Hector and I think if they land him, they'll land him at his price, or at the price they feel comfortable with. I think a two-year, $12 million deal would certainly be an excellent idea. It it does give him less money, A, V, in terms of 2024, Um, but the big thing here is that he gets more guaranteed money. Perhaps you give him a club option or a player option, something that, you know, could allow him to hit free agency again, maybe make an incentive thing where if he pitches well enough, he can opt out, Um, and, you know, ultimately it's a, it's a move that could allow the Yankees to do a lot of different things, um, it allows them to deepen their bullpen, uh, it allows them to have, you know, games where they can go to their bullpen for four innings and say, all right, we're gonna go, uh, you know, Tommy Canley, we're gonna go to Tommy Canley, Jonathan Luiz, Hector Neres, Clay Holmes, and, win a baseball game like that like that's that that's how you win baseball games right you go to Ian Hamilton uh you know you still have Ian Hamilton fresh Victor Gonzalez fresh let's say you wanted to kind of um stagger when you use your high leverage guys you could go Clay Holmes Jonathan Loizaga and even Hamilton for uh three or four innings of one game then for another game you can go you know Hector Neris uh Tommy Canley Scott Efros or Victor Gonzalez like that type of flexibility is important you obviously still have Luke Weaver in there to close out games that you know you're up by a lot and you just want them to rack up a lot of innings and Weaver certainly Going to be a valuable long um long relief kind of guy who can be a starter for the Yankees uh if need be. They have a lot of bullpen depth in their organization. They have Ron Marnacio as a minor league option. Yojis Gomez, uh Luis Heel, uh Clayton beater Will Warren, who could also start for you. Uh, these are all guys who could help in the bullpen at some point during the year. Um Chase Hampton's another guy who could be in the pitching staff at some point during the season. He's the Yankees' top pitching prospect. But ultimately, the Yankees' interest in Hector Neris is legit. Like, it's very legit. The Yankees seem to uh, be very much involved in that sweepstakes. We'll see if the Yankees end up signing Hector Neris or if the Texas Rangers do, or potentially there's a third team. I know that Mark Feinstein did say earlier, I believe last week, that Shota Imanaga would be uh, headed to the Giants, and he ended up going to the Cubs, and the Giants bowed out of that race. So sometimes interest does get overstated, but I do think that the New York Yankees are going to be involved in this. We'll see if they end up getting him. Um, But if you guys think Hector's makes a lot of sense for this bullpen, let us know in the comment section below. You guys can like, comment, subscribe, and check out our other social pages for more content. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and of course this YouTube page. And if you guys want to be caught up for news with all your favorite New York sports teams, check out empiresportsmedia.com. I'm Ryan from Fireside Yankees. Seeing you guys in the next one. Peace out.